You're listening to the Hotel Talk Podcast. And now, introducing your host, Jennifer Susky. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Hotel Talk. Today, we are very fortunate to have Tammy Carlisle with us, uh, who is the head of hospitality for Milestone, Inc. Um, thank you for being on with us, Tammy. Thank you for having me, Jennifer. Looking forward to it. So Tammy has graciously agreed to talk about uh, budget season, 2021 budget season, which we're all starting to really talk about. And I mean, this is the one year that I am even more grateful than ever to not have to be at the budget table. But (laughs) for those who do have to be, they've requested, um, you know, to have somebody on to talk about like, how can they prepare and what things that they should be doing and looking for. So you guys just did a webinar recently on this, right? Yes, we actually uh, did a webinar uh, earlier this week on, especially from the digital marketing tack, but really trying to think through how should hotels approach this season? What should they be thinking about? And, you know, we didn't come in and we tried very hard not to prescribe a, you should spend $200 here and you should spend five bucks there kind of approach, but really try to give hoteliers questions to think about to help guide them through their own process this year because it will be very different than what we've done in the past. Yeah I mean that's been the big thing it's like how do we even tackle this well there's so many unknowns right now so yeah (laughs) just a few. (laughs) So what were some of the I know so what were some of the uh the questions that you got from that webinar? Yeah, so lots of questions. I mean, you know, people in general want to want to know how they should handle budget season, right? Uh, it's a um, it's an it's it's a new year. It's a crazy year. Uh, we've all, I think, many of us have been around a while. Jennifer, like you, I am so grateful that we're talking about budget season, but I don't have to go through it on the hotel side. I really, my heart goes out to those of you on the hotel side that will be going through this year. Uh, I'm uh, also on the HSMAI Marketing Advisory Board, and we actually, our point of view topic for August was on budget season, and we pulled together an article, some stats that I know you're going to share in the show notes and that, but in one of my, um, one of my comments that that were in the surveys we took was one of the options was pull out a dartboard and (laughs) throw a dart, and that's budget, and there were actually some people that chose that option, so I think you really, what I'm hearing is uh, people really want to know kind of what they should be doing. How should they figure out what is the world going to look like? What, you know, uh, I mean, in a normal business year, an election year tends to throw things a little wacky and a little off, right? Because there's the uncertainty of who is going to be our president come the end of January, 2021. And nobody knows that today. Uh, so in a normal election year, that in and of itself throws some, not wrenches, but some different thoughts into play. But you couple that with this pandemic and what we're facing, and you know, just listening to the Today Show this morning, talking about the, the worry that with Labor Day weekend approaching, are we going to have another wave like we did in Memorial Day, right? Are, are people going to go out and not going to lie? I want to go to the beach. I'm not going to go to the beach this weekend, but I want to go to the beach. I want to go have fun. And you know, but uh, so, and what's that going to do? And how is that going to do things? So I think right now it's really just, there's so much uncertainty and people are looking for any kind of guidance or 
strategy or approach to, to help make the process, I won't say easier, but that really help define the process. Yeah, you're right. There's so many unknowns right now. Pandemic in itself has brought along so many cancellations in regards to meetings and events. And then uh, with business travel, we have no idea when that's, if and when that's going to come back. I mean, it will. It's going to come back. Let me just say when it comes back. But when that happens, so it's like trying to budget uh, for 2021 and not even knowing where you can start putting in that BT business again. It's got to be like insane. So um, I know one of the sub themes on your on that webinar was doing more with less. Did you want to elaborate <laughs> on that at all? Sure. Yeah, that, that actually became kind of the, uh, as we were pulling together topics and talking through and talking with a lot of other clients, that just became the general theme is a, a lot of the hotels we're, we're talking to have less people, whether that's at the hotel level or the corporate level. Um, you know, less people, people are, are picking up more jobs, doing more things. So you might have, you know, I'm talking to director of sales that are also working one day a week at the front desk, or uh, I talked to a couple of like my management groups where one of the big changes this year is in past years, the hotels kind of did the first level budget and then rolled up to corporate and then corporate reviewed. And, and this year, at least in some scenarios, where the corporate team is taking on the heavy load of kind of doing those initial roll-ups and almost flowing it down to the hotels, basically saying, hey, just look and make sure this looks good and approved. So because they know that the, the individual hotels are so short-staffed. And so there's so many, there's so much more to do with less people. So that's definitely, um, you know, coming across. We're also seeing uh, you know, more people looking for ways to automate, not just budget, but in general, right? Like what are, are there things that you can do more efficiently? I know uh, when in March, when this first started happening and uh, you'll be in California, we were one of the first states to, uh, to really lock down. And one of the things that, that our team talked about quite a bit and extensively was how do we get our systems in order and how do we get our stuff in place now? Why we kind of have a few minutes so that as we come out of this, we can be more efficient, we can, we can do more. Because we, like you said, business travel is going to come back. Is it gonna come back at the same level as it was in say October of 2019? You know, I, I, can't, I can't answer that question, right? I, mean, I don't think anybody can truly answer that question. I do feel like there will always be a need to travel. I think that some businesses are finding that, hey, they're keeping their costs lower. Maybe they're not going to travel as much. But I know when you think about meetings and conferences and events, there will always be that want to get together in person and to you know, collaborate, talk ideas. I just went into the office for the first time in five months yesterday to meet with my boss in person oh. <laughs> and for, a, for just a strategy session that, that we've been doing online, but just to, just to have the face-to-face -face and you know, we were about 12 feet apart uh, with masks, and, but you were, we could whiteboard things and it was so nice. And so I do think business travel is going to come back. I think it's, uh, it's going to be kind of figuring out when that, when that is. And then I also think it's looking, you know, for, so kind of a question to pose for hotels is looking at your specific market and thinking about where, you know, what percentage of your mix was business traveling group before? What does it look like today? And how is that going to start to maybe shift back a bit into next year? So 
hotels that are in markets like like Silicon Valley, for example, right? That that are so heavy, um, heavy BT, but then also have the the double edged sword of you have a lot of these these corporate businesses um, saying, hey, we're not going to have anybody travel till March. I, I've I've heard a couple that like we're not going to have people come back to the office until June even of next year, right? And it's like, oh my goodness, really? Wow. You're predicting that far out? And so it's just a matter of, you know, if you're in that market, like, okay, maybe your BT cycle will be delayed a little bit. What are you going to do in the meantime? Where are you going to put your dollars to, to displace? Okay, I don't have the, the BT, usually, you know, the business travel that covered my hotel. What am I going to do in the meantime? How am I going to shift demand? Now, if you're in a market like Hawaii, um, and I was actually just talking with a group from Hawaii yesterday, and the, the challenge there is, government regulations, right? The, the state's really not open uh, for all intents and purposes unless you want to quarantine, which I'm not going to lie. I've actually thought about flying over there and quarantine for two weeks because I got to tell you, if I, could the worst thing. if I could, I was to say, it wouldn't be the worst thing, right? This whole work from anywhere concept. But um, what we are talking about is as the state starts to open up and as people start to come, the, uh, I think the projections from the Visitors Bureau were something, they were saying it was equating to about 60% of the uh, travel next year versus what they had in, in 2019. So we're talking about, okay, we can't, we can't manufacture demand out of thin air, right? If only 10 people are coming to your market, you're not going to generate millions of, of visitors. But how do you shift the demand that is coming to your market towards your hotel? And we can, we can talk about some strat, you know, specific tactics and strategies and ideas, uh, but I think it's very market dependent. It's really, if you're in New York, your, your strategy and your market mix and the things you're doing are going to be a bit different than if you're in, say, Boise, Idaho. And likewise, you know, your beach market. Maui, San Diego, and Myrtle Beach are all seen, well, Myrtle Beach and San Diego are both seen some, some relative good numbers, right? I can't believe we're so well, you can drive there. It's a little hard to drive to Hawaii. So exactly. in their defense. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so so even if you're uh, hey, we're in a like I can't give specific advice to say, hey, beach markets should all be doing this because it's it's very different if you're in Maui versus San Diego. And so but it's just really thinking about all those things as you're trying to pull together what you're gonna do as you head into 2020. And yeah, so what I'm hearing mostly is you don't know. We don't know. Nobody knows when BT is coming <laughs> back. So maybe be a little flexible with the budgets and make sure that your marketing strategy is in line to collect whatever is out there. You know what I mean? There will be things out there. We just, we're not able to predict it yet. So um, yeah, what, I mean, totally messed up my question here, but if you were to prioritize uh, marketing for 2021, what would that look like? Yeah, no, that is such a great question. And, you know, Jennifer, I think uh, even before you quote unquote messed up your question, which you did, um, you, you hit the nail kind of on the head, right? We all have some ideas and some thoughts, but I, I don't think anyone truly knows the exacts. And so it's really thinking through a couple of things. One, um, I'm seeing a lot of hotels do kind of a I'm, I'm going to be positive, good, better, best, right? So they're doing multiple versions of budgets for 2021. So looking at kind of a, maybe from a first pass is, okay, what is, you know, what, what, do, what do we need to have in play? Like, how do we cover our costs, right? So we need to generate this revenue to cover our costs. 
and then and what do we need to spend to generate that revenue and kind of kind of circular loop it together okay that's our base level i'm going to call that good i you know i could call that oh my gosh the world is ending but we're, we're going to go with positive we're going to call it that good. stay positive please and yeah, stay positive stay right and then okay so let's say things start to come back or maybe i'm going to layer in business travel to start seeing some pickup in let's say march right and and you know, again, it's, it's market dependent. In some markets you might see sooner, some you see later. And a lot depends too on how much corporate business do you have in the area, what's going on. For every uh, hotel and business that's down, I'm talking to others that are doing well. I was talking to one hotel recently in a, um, in a smaller secondary market where a, a lot of corporations have moved, not headquarters, but satellite offices in. And they're actually doing well right now because there are some people that are, you know, there is some people traveling for corporate business, not, not the way that folks used to, but there's enough of a uh, demanding people visiting those office locations that they're doing okay. And so it's really trying to think through, okay, what do I need to do to capture the demand that's coming to the market, that kind of good level? And then let's say we could get a 5% increase. Let's say we start seeing occupancy or revenue numbers or however you're calculating you know, grow by 5%. What would that look like? And then what could we, you know, what kinds of things could we be spending to help improve even more from there, right? So it's almost like a tiered approach. And I've talked to a few people that are taking this strategy for 2021, where they're actually coming up with a couple of different models. And they're starting with that good or that base tier with the hope that as things open up, as people can do more, that they'll actually be able to invoke even, uh, you know, spend more money, even do, do more things to generate even more revenue as the year goes on. I mean, so I've been at a number of budget tables and I love the idea of the good, better, best model, but I mean, my owners in the past have always been like, ah, 3% increase, 5% increase. <laughs> I can see this still happening. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, there's always a tragedy, like some something happening. If it's not a pandemic, then it's like the surplus of supply in the market and the demand doesn't match or whatever. Obviously the pandemic is it's it's obviously a lot worse but what <laughs> what advice do you have for these hotels on actually getting these budgets approved that is well <laughs> let's see if i <laughs> i had a lot of advice on getting approved i, I probably have my own company I know, I know. uh here's the thing you know so you're you're right there are going to be some owners that come in and want an increase now i i kind of think a three to five percent if we're looking at year on year to 2020 isn't necessarily such a bad increase, right? It's when they say, hey, I want a 3% increase to 2019. That's where I think hotels are going to be in trouble because well, I, you know, I, I don't see us getting back to 2019 numbers next year. Um, no, I even don't think, the first quarter. Like, even yeah. if you were to compare that with Q1 of 2020, yeah, it's, that's going like, to be nervous. Yeah. yeah, it's been crazy. So, but I think... Um, in that scenario, I mean, I really, what I would be looking at then is, okay, if they want us to get a three to 5% growth, what, what do I need? What kind of costs? So, uh, currently my, uh, marketing strategies are seeing a 12 to one return. Okay, great. Based on that. And what is, you know, so you start doing some calculations, what are you at today and how much more do you need to spend in order to generate a, you know, that, that increment, that three to 5% increase. Uh, my, one of my colleagues, and he, he mentioned this briefly on the webinar we did on Tuesday, 
uh, he, he was analyzing some of our, our current customers and he took one in particular and he said, oh, we, we spent some time talking about uh, improving efficiency and yield. So again, how do you, how do you make things more efficient, but also like little gains? So there's a, there's a book I like, I think I mentioned it on Tuesday, but called Atomic Habits by James Clare. And it's all about getting your systems in place and small incremental improvements, how they grow over time. And he looked at this property and what their current conversion rate was and said, okay, if we could do these little things to improve their conversion rate by 1%, right? A 1% increase in conversion, they would have had a 40% increase in revenue from what their, their web strategies did the year before. And so it's looking at those little things like where can you um, make those little tweaks or spend maybe a little bit more money, but generate a bigger return. And I think that answer as to what, you know, so then the, the $50,000 question is, well, well, what is that, right? That's what? kind of why I was like, just hold it back. I'm like, I don't know what that is though, Tammy. Like, <laughs> What is that? But I, I think it's different for every hotel, right? So it's looking at what's performing well for you today and how do you grow on that? And also looking what performed well in 2019, knowing that, hey, the, the world has changed, but are there things that we're seeing consistency? So um, right, I'll give you a couple things right now that we're actually seeing some good results with a lot of hotels. One, believe it or not, is paid marketing, digital marketing, you know, your, your Google AdWords, your, uh, your, your other um, different components of uh, digital or paid marketing. Because what's happened is March 16th happened and everyone said, went, I mean, literally put on the brakes, right? You know, it's okay, I'm going to stop spending on paid marketing because nobody's traveling. And so today, a lot of the, the cost per click that you're spending to, you know, to, to bid on Google, and I'm using Google, but obviously there's other channels as well, but on like Google ads, for example, is much lower than it was six, 12 months ago. Uh, we're seeing higher, um, you know, your, the higher percentage of clicks coming to the website. And we're actually seeing some pretty good returns with really low spends. I have seen properties spending you know, $500,000 a month that used to maybe spend three, four, five thousand a month. Now they're not getting the same revenue at 500 as they were getting at 5,000, but the percentage of return is strong. And so that may be an area to start looking at dipping your toe and can you do things, you know, on the, the paid marketing side. And, and if you're going to do that, you also really want to think about your audience targeting. So all, you know, using the New York hotel example, New York used to get a lot of their business internationally. Well, that's not happening right now. So if you're gonna do paid marketing, you really wanna make sure that you're not targeting international travel, right, at today, mm -hmm. but you should have that as a strategy and a tactic to put back into your budget once things open up and people are allowed to travel. Now the $64,000 question is when's that gonna be? Nobody knows for sure. Well, you kind of, you know, you got to make a plan and kinda take some guesstimates. And, and I would say, you know, I, I'm looking, like I said, I think Q2 next year is a, is a safe. I'm hoping, because I'm hoping to go to Europe next summer. So I'm hoping that <laughs> everything, <laughs> I was supposed to be there in July and that did not happen. Um, so, you know, I would use that as kind of your benchmark starting point and start thinking about, Okay, in the meantime, what can I be doing today to, you know, what can I do to finish Q4 as strong as possible and set my hotel up for the best possibility of success? 
And then what can I do to start layering things in as we go into Q1? So maybe right now you're spending much less on paid advertising, but you're you know, starting to put your toe in that water, but you're only targeting uh, drive market location, you know, feeder markets that, that pull into you, then you start uh, budgeting to, to kind of widen that net or widen that radius a little bit more as you head into early next year, knowing that when the time's right, you've got some dollars to push both into national fly markets and internationally. Yeah, uh, yeah. another area that's really worth considering and taking a look at is social media. Uh, we're def and both the content side of things and just in the you know paid market you know doing paid advertising on say Facebook Instagram and the like people are spending more time on social media even more than pre-pandemic where we're all stuck at home we're all, bored. <laughs> we're all online right now exactly exactly and so I'm finding that the the hotels that are engaging with uh with customers the hotels that are giving information the hotels that are sharing content talking about what's going on in, in their destination their marketing and keeping people engaged are the ones that that tend to be uh, you know again market driven right we talked about it, like hawaii it's a little bit harder uh but in markets where things have opened up that are seeing some good results uh, and I would highly recommend, there's a, um, there's a company out there, and I'm actually on the Marketing Advisory Board for HSMAI with one of their members, uh, Fuel Travel does a consumer sentiment survey every couple of weeks. And Jennifer, I'll find the latest Thank one, you. and I, I think the newest one's going to come out in the next week or so. Uh, but one of the questions they ask, uh, they've been asking is, what kind of information would you want to hear from a hotel right now? And surprisingly, a lot of consumers have said they do want to hear about hotels and different, different things, right? Different components. But is it, do you want to hear about the area or specials or what the hotel is doing on a safety basis, you know, for, for safety and cleanliness and those types of things. And so it would be really good to kind of see what, you know, what are consumers want and then really work into your budgets to give it to them. It doesn't take a lot of money to have a, uh, marketing calendar and a content strategy. It takes time, it's a resource, or you, you know, you hire a company. But I, I think that a lot of times having that messaging coming from the hotel gives it a level of authenticity, gives it a level of trust. And I know as a consumer that's been trying to figure out where I could travel, um, who's dying to go somewhere, anywhere, uh, <laughs> um, that's an area where I think there's a lot of opportunities for hotels. Uh, I, I personally have struggled with finding great content and information about what I, what I will experience. I've seen way too many hotels uh, where the picture is of their glorious pool, but when I really dig in and I have to hunt for the information, the pool's not even open, right? So it's, it's, it's just a, a struggle right now. And so I would say those are two areas. There's definitely, yeah, there's definitely others that I'm going to talk about, but if you're thinking like, hey, really low cost things that I can do, those would be areas that I would definitely be looking at. I agree with you. I think communication, and then I keep saying this over and over again, but communication is more important now than ever. And it's because people don't know, like things keep changing. What's open, what's not. Like, I don't know just to know it. Like, 
I'm not going to call every hotel. Like, that's not a thing that's going to happen. One poll that you did at the beginning of your webinar, though, was around how many hotels were open and how many were closed. I was actually surprised to see that only 14% of the people on that call were closed. And I think that the reason that the other ones were open is because they were able to pivot quickly. They recognized that their business was starting to come from drive markets. And one of the things we talked about a lot on this show um, specifically was around how do we market to that? How do we capture that? And how do we we not just rely on our tourism committees to do that for us. So I know that you guys at Milestone had an offer where you were willing to go into a hotel and kind of analyze. Do you want to talk about that? Because I'm not going to do you justice. <laughs> of course, of course. And actually, uh, you know, I 100% agree with you, right? We you definitely, from a hotel perspective, want to pivot and look at where you can find business. And I will tell you that I, I found that the hotels that have been most successful uh, pulling out the market specifics, right? Like a Myrtle Beach versus a Maui, but in general, market to market have been the ones that can pivot and communicate, but have also been the ones that have always been, I don't want to say it's like at the forefront of technology or, but have always been mindful of what it, what, what it takes to succeed. Uh, I've talked to a lot of hotels that, um, like that, that have actually come and started working with us because in March when they, turned off their paid marketing, they disappeared. They didn't have any great strategies. They didn't have anything in place to help with their SEO or their search optimization. So, you know, paid marketing is a great quick way to get visibility and, and get eyeballs and get up in front of customers. And it, it should definitely be part of your marketing stack. But when that's driving the biggest percentage and you stop it, and now you're just, you're not there and people aren't finding you, those hotels really hurt. And I've, I've had more than one actually come over and start working with us because of that. Um, so one of the, yeah, the offer we had made and, and definitely open to your audience. And um, I've got a, a link where uh, folks can go to request a budget review. And what happens is our team will do a, a quick assessment. We look at your, your website and we'll make some uh, recommendations around technology. Like, hey, here's some things that you could be doing that are, is going to help you from an SEO perspective. Here are some things, your mobile strategy. Mobile is still incredibly important and yet there's so many hotels that aren't taking advantage, don't have a great mobile experience, their sites load really slowly. Um, answering the question of should you have, should you be budgeting for a new website? The answer is yes and no. <laughs> it really, Depending if you're branded or not also. So. Well, yeah. Are you a brand? Well, first of all, are you open or closed? Yes. Are you a branded hotel or independent? When was the last time your website was redone? Right. If your website's four years old at this point, because let's be real, 2021 is going to be a street fight. Mm -hmm. It is going to be. Uh, like we have not seen in years, right? No, we, yeah. we had that supply boom before. We, we didn't have the demand to support it then. Now we have a pandemic. And I just want to mention really quick that when I worked in hotels, I was the director of sales and marketing. And there's no universe where I am qualified to do both of those things. So the marketing side suffered. So yeah. the fact that you guys are, uh, you have that offer to do a full uh, free assessment of that, that's, that's amazing. So I do want to mention I'm sending all of this stuff out um, after the call. So just check your emails on that. Yeah. So like I said, really, and, and you are, well, we, we felt early on that um, we, I mean, we have always been proponents of education, right? And really helping hotels 
when you know better, you do better, right? So anything we can do to help um, on the SEO front, on the, the website visibility front, and shoot, I mean, this is my job. And if I didn't have this amazing team to funnel information my way, I, I know I, I was a milestone client and uh, back in the day, you know, when my uh, friend would give me her, her, her logins and I would go do my own keyword research and, but those days have changed. And what I did as a, you're right, as a sales and marketing you know, director, there's, there's too much, there's not enough time and it's only gotten worse. I mean, I've been, I've been outside of the hotel side for a number of years now at, at working at Milestone. Um, so I haven't been in that day to day, but I, I talked to enough people to know, I mean, it's just crazy how many more things have been heaped on. So really our goal is to help educate and help give some guidance and some ideas and things that, um, that the industry can use. And we've been doing that throughout the pandemic. If you go back to our website, there's a whole series. We did a lot of webinars around crisis recovery growth. So there's a lot of great topics. There's a lot of great content. Uh, our marketing team is brilliant. They put together some fantastic articles uh, that I think are really helpful uh, and things and to be thinking about. And I know I, I've probably disappointed at least one or two people that were hoping to get a, like, I should be spending here, 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 and five bucks here. And unfortunately, uh, I, I think that's doing a disservice to you know, anybody that comes out and gives you that level of specific, specificity without knowing your hotel, your market, your business. Um, but our goal really would be to kind of give you some guidelines and, hey, if you're looking to improve your revenue next year, here are some things you can do that are going to help you succeed. Yeah, and I think that right now, I think we, every hotel could use that. Yeah. You mentioned absolutely. social media and things like that. I don't know what to post on there. So, <laughs> yeah, you guys, your expertise, I think, are really crucial right now. So thank you for that. I'll make sure to send that out to everybody after the call. Do you have any parting words, though, before we wrap this up? for this week? It went yeah, by so fast. Um, I know. It flew by, Jennifer. <laughs> I'm like, I have five hours more of content. I know. Um, I'll have to have you back on. That's just <laughs> it. That's it. I, another day. So, uh, no, I think that really the biggest thing is, first of all, uh, huge hugs and empathy uh, from a socially uh, acceptable distance to everyone for uh, going through budget season in 2020 for 2021. I know this process is going to be um, a bit different, a bit more challenging. And, you know, for everyone I hear saying we, we pushed it up earlier to do it now, I'm hearing another one saying, hey, we're waiting till the bitter end till December. And so there is no one right way to do it. Just know that it's better to have a plan and have to pivot than to not have a plan at all, right? So yeah. um, that would be my biggest advice. And I would say anything you can do to generate visibility and generate revenue at a lower cost is always a good thing and happy to have those conversations, have my team have those conversations with you on how we can best do that. Do more with less and stay flexible. Best Motto takeaways. 2020. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> well, thank you again so much. Uh, I love to have you on here. And like I said, we'll have to have you on again. Um, but that's it. I'm going to wrap it up and we'll see you all next week. Thanks, Jennifer. Bye. Thanks for listening and be sure to visit hoteltalkpodcast.com for more info and upcoming guests.